Welcome to In Class with Miss K. We have all heard the phrase, not all superheroes wear capes. Teachers are those superheroes. This podcast is for those teachers who want their voices to be heard. It's for those parents who want to know the magic behind their child's learning. I'm your host, Miss K, and I'm a high school teacher. My passion for teaching grows even bigger every day. My podcasts take a dive into the real world of teachers. We discuss the world of knowledge, passion, hardships, and the perseverance of our teachers. So, put your thinking caps on as we sit down in class with Miss K. Whether you are currently studying education at university or have finished your degree and you are working as a teacher, I can guarantee that you have either heard someone say or have said it yourself, they didn't teach me this at uni. I know I've said it countless times and I still say it. Welcome to episode two of In Class with Miss K. In today's episode, we'll be talking about what uni doesn't teach you about teaching. Now, before I get into it, I just want to say... University is an amazing experience. University is a place where you are able to learn, grow and be creative. I know I've met some amazing people at university and I've met some amazing lecturers and it's a place, it's an environment that allows you to choose whatever path your heart desires and just go for it. The teaching industry is full of surprises. The minute you think you're sort of getting the hang of it, something happens and you end up in a situation that you have no idea how to address. The whole point of today's podcast is to talk about some things that I've come across as a beginning teacher that I wish I had learnt about at university and that I wish I had known about before I started teaching full-time. And I'm going to go through some things that I've noticed and that and some situations that I've been in and offer some advice and some tips on how to set a positive mindset and set healthy boundaries in your work, in your career as a teacher to make sure that you're looking after yourself and that you are prepared for what the job consists of. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is my experience at university. I learned about many things at uni. I learned about educational theorists. I learned about behavior management. I learned about learning styles and I debated about assessment tasks and NAPLAN, but I didn't really learn how to actually do my job. I remember it was my first prac and I was teaching year eight English and I planned a lesson around anime. I had everything prepared. I had a lesson plan. I had my resources. I was ready to go. And when I started teaching, I think it was like 15 minutes into the lesson, I was like, what is going on? I have no idea what I'm doing. Why is this not working? I didn't know that I should set easy work for year eight on a Wednesday afternoon after lunchtime because they'll be bouncing off the walls. I had no idea what I was doing and it was not what I had expected. It was just uncharted territory for me. 
And I was so, so lucky to have an amazing mentor at that time who had so much faith in me and she trained me and she mentored me like an absolute boss. And I am so grateful for her. If she's listening right now, thank you for everything that you had done for me at that point in time. Because if it weren't for you, I probably would not have continued with my teaching degree because my first lesson was an epic fail. But this is where I want to get out with my podcast today. There are things at uni that you don't learn about. And I think there's a massive gap with university education and with the reality of teaching. And a lot of beginning teachers find that when they start teaching, it's almost nothing like what you learn at university. And you're sort of learning as you go, you're learning on the job and you're figuring things out as you end up in those situations that you never thought you'd be in. So the first thing I want to talk about in terms of what uni doesn't teach you is setting unrealistic expectations for improvement in really specific timeframes. Now that does sound like a mouthful. I'm not talking about setting goals for your students. That's different. I'm talking about setting unrealistic improvement expectations for your students in a really ridiculous time frame. Now, what I mean by this is when I was at university, I was given two assessment tasks that I had to do for two different pracs. And I had to show evidence of improvement in a certain time frame. And that was really unrealistic because I didn't know those students before I got there. My pre-test showed a lot of issues that my students had. I didn't have enough time to teach all of those students in differentiated ways that would be able to show results of improvement by that time frame. And I found myself stressing out. And what happens is when you end up in a situation like that, you're not only being unfair to yourself, you're being unfair to your students. You end up creating lessons that are not suitable for the class because all you're trying to do is get results. And that is not okay. That is not healthy for your classroom dynamic. It's not healthy for the relationship that you're trying to build with your students either. So do not set unrealistic improvement expectations. You can set goals, but make sure that they are smart. And by smart goals, I mean specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Make sure that the goals you set for your kids are smart and the improvement expectations are smart and realistic. The second thing that I want to talk about, it's still under improvements and it's about Knowing that every little thing is a win just as much as the big things. I have a senior student who, before I started teaching him, he had a don't care attitude, wouldn't come to class, you know, just had no vibing with the school. And after I took over one of his classes, he started coming to class. Yes, he completes the bare minimum. School isn't for him but he feels safe and he feels valued in my class. I can guarantee you that bringing up this type of um, improvement or win at uni for me, it wouldn't be shut down as an idea, but it wouldn't be given a lot of discussion or it wouldn't be given value because it was an academic. It's really important to know that 
behavioral and relational improvements and behavioral and relational wins are also valuable and they also matter. So go into your classroom and have a goal with a student that is behavioral or relational and and that's fine. That's going to bring you a lot of joy. It's going to build a rapport with your students that will really come in handy in the future and you will be able to use those goals and use those achievements to help your students in ways that is beneficial for them. The next thing that I want to talk about is things getting in the way. This is the absolute reality of teaching. You will have to postpone assessment tasks and exams and lessons and practicals because school events get in the way. Yes, it'll push your scope and sequence backwards, but that's okay. It It's a school event. It's going to happen. Interruptions happen. There are hiccups. The skill that you need to have is modification. I learned modification at a differentiation per student level at university. I didn't learn modification on a larger scale. I didn't learn that you should be able to modify a whole unit of work at any given point in time. Best example right now is COVID. Teachers are turning units of work inside and out, twisting them, turning them, modifying them, changing them just to suit the environment and the scenario and the situation that the students are in at the moment. It's a lot of work and it's a skill that I know I did not learn at university. I had to figure it out. I I was just put into the situation and told to fend for myself. I'm very lucky that I work with an amazing team of people who always have each other's back and we work together to make sure that no one's left behind and that everyone is aware of what they're doing. So one thing that uni doesn't teach you is that the reality of teaching is things will get in the way and your lessons will almost always be interrupted. So it's really important to know how to modify on a larger scale to make sure that you are making up for that lost time. The next thing that I want to talk about is teacher admin. Now, teacher admin is a whole other world of teaching that beginning teachers are not prepared for, that I wasn't prepared for. And it's really overwhelming. Teacher admin ranges from one thing to another. Yes, you've got marking, but then you've got entering grades. You've got programming, writing programs, registering your programs continuously, evaluating your programs, report writing multiple times in a year. You've got meetings after meetings, professional development, and the list is endless. Now, the thing that I found with admin personally is if you start a pile of admin, just one piece of paper or one post-it note that says, you know, do this, that's admin related, and you don't address it in a timely manner, that list or that pile will just get bigger and bigger and bigger, and you'll find yourself drowning in a pool of admin. The main lesson that I've learnt, or I'm still learning, is admin is not hard, it's just time consuming. You need to prioritise your admin. It will be difficult and my tip for this is take the time out to sit down with your head teacher or your deputy or, or just a colleague and 
talk to them about what the policies are around the admin at your school, what are some of the procedures in place, talk about different scenarios, what happens if a student doesn't hand in an assignment, what happens if, if there's an incident in the playground, how do I address this, how do I log this. Take the time out to find out how things work and I can guarantee you, you will feel as if a weight has been lifted off your shoulders. I found that I found admin overwhelming because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what the process was. Get someone to demonstrate it for you. So the bottom line with admin, with teacher admin, is it's not hard. It's just time consuming. So be practical about it. Get it out of the way as soon as you can. Do not let it pile up. The last thing that I want to talk about with uni is... The biggest gap that I find that I I have found is the lack of awareness around teacher well-being. Teacher well-being is so important and I will discuss this in another episode as well. I didn't know that teacher well-being existed and I think that's why I was constantly working. I was working after school. I was working on the weekends. I didn't know that teachers needed to take a break. I didn't know that was a thing until I experienced teacher burnout on my internship and it was a pretty bad burnout. So just for some background, I was teaching, I was an intern and I had an assignment that I had to complete and I had to show evidence of improvement for a few of my students. And I think it was like week five or week six of that term and I had hit a complete dead end. And I had hit this dead end because I had again set unrealistic expectations of my students and myself in a ridiculous time frame and I had a lack of attendance I had lack of motivation I had very minimal content understanding and the subject that I was teaching them was very content heavy and I had felt like I had drained every drop of blood I was stressed I couldn't focus and my lesson quality was declining And it started to affect my relationship with my students as well. So I experienced this burnout and then my head teacher sat me down and she explained to me that this issue was starting to affect my mental health and that's why I wasn't able to perform. So she advised me to take a mental health day. I didn't even know that this was a thing. I didn't know that mental health day even existed and that teachers need to take it. I'm not exaggerating. I took one day off. I took one mental health day and it made the biggest difference. I was able to reboot in such a way that when I came back to work the next day, I was able to focus. I was able to think clearly. I was able to come up with solutions. I was able to then set realistic expectations for myself and my students and work with that. It is so important to know what teacher well-being is and how to handle it and how to set healthy boundaries as a teacher when it comes to how much work you do and the expectations that you set for yourself. That is imperative. It is essential. You need to make sure that as a beginning teacher, you take care of yourself. If you are an education student at university right now, my advice is to ask these questions. Don't be afraid to speak up. I can guarantee you there are people in your lecture hall who will want to know the answers to these questions. 
Ask about the reality of teaching. Ask about what happens on a usual day in a classroom. Ask about teacher well-being. Ask about behavior management. Ask about teacher admin. These are things that will constantly come up in your teaching career that you will have to address. And if you are able to ask those questions now, trust me, you will be one step forward than so many other teachers, so many other uni students, so many beginning teachers who will step out into the teaching workforce. As a teacher, you will come across many things in your career that you will not be prepared for. You will fall behind on admin. You will not see improvement straight away. Your judgment of a new class will not be perfect in one week and you will experience teacher burnout at least once. This is all part of the job. The only thing you need is perseverance and you will rise up and you will push through because at the end of the day, your students, they need you. Thank you for tuning into episode two of In Class with Miss K. I really hope you enjoyed it and learned something or gained some sort of insight into the life of teachers. And I will chat to you in my next episode.